Hey, Sean. Yeah, hoy, hoy. You know what I really hate? Um, I don't know what. Okay, so you know if you're having lunch, you're having your lunch break, and you're in your break room. Maybe some other people are having lunch there as well, but everyone in 2021 is now just on their phone. Nobody really talks to each other, right? Yeah, it's it's surreal and peaceful. <laughs> Yeah, right. Sometimes there might be some music playing on because, you know, you can't control the radio at work. So, you know what I really hate, though? When one person decides to whistle to the song that is playing on the radio. Dicks. (laughs) Today I was having lunch and some song was on the radio that I really did not like. And someone decided to whistle the entire song. And not just like good whistling, you know, like the like the the airy like i can't really whistle but i'm trying to like yeah (laughs) it was that uh yeah i I just can't stand it but you know what's not going to be as annoying as someone whistling a bad song in a quiet lunchroom this episode of the scene on screen podcast welcome to the scene on screen podcast with your hosts Sean and David. Well, it seems like uh, spooky season is not only hit meeples, but it hit seen on screen. I'm kind of scared. That's actually uh, who did. uh, So because we mix our own intros who did you uh capture do does someone need help uh so I heard someone screaming or or saying to help them i did use some sound bites that i found but it was uh i liked it it was it yeah. was fun I, I i really enjoyed making that cut it was different it was good it was... so speaking of spooky season it is uh halloween is upon us this weekend be safe have fun if you're like me and my other half, you probably went looking for costumes and uh, there are none because the supply make chain costumes. We, we did make our own costume. We picked up all the supplies this week and we're just putting in the final touches. But we, we went into a spirit of Halloween a few weeks ago and actually it was in like September. Well, there's your first problem. You have to go to Halloween alley. Actually, do you know what it was when when I saw you before your vacation, we drove across the parking lot after we went to the restaurant and went into spirit. Really? That was September. Yeah. And we (laughs) saw all these costumes and we went in there the other day and the store was practically empty. Oh, yeah. Because you know what? Like because Halloween pretty much didn't happen last year. Well, so everyone's going hardcore this year. Do you know what costume nobody wants to be this year? Oh my god! Um, One of the three renditions of Harley Quinn. Oh really? It's just tons of Harley <laughs> Quinn costumes everywhere you go. Miss Incredible, there's a ton of them as well. Um, we're going out as a. Um, I, I got a pair of scrubs, and we're getting like really funny, like big tongs from like the dollar store, and then uh, she's gonna dress up as like an operation person. So she got like a black tracksuit and a pair of boxers, and then we're gonna put like the parts of the body all over her like water on the knee and we got some velcro it's gonna be a lot of fun that's cool we're excited 
you guys going to like a Halloween party or? or uh, we are. We're going to one of the first social events we've gone to in like two years. Isn't that crazy? That We're is, yeah. just shy of two years. Yeah. And it's like it's it's a very exclusive party where only like 15 people are going. Well, that's so not too bad. Those are like the best size parties because it's, they're, it's a gathering. They, yeah. Like you can actually talk to everyone and play some good games. So like that. Um, my she uh, who shall not be named. Uh, her and I are dressing up um, as Bob and Linda. Oh, that's precious, Bobby. From uh, Bob's Burgers. You did a better uh, Linda impression <laughs> than Angela did. Poor um, acting. <laughs> it's too late. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta uh, like you gotta push it into the back of your throat and then you gotta be like yeah, Bobby. It's kind of more like um the nanny. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're uh, doing that. You know, last year was the first year that we haven't done uh anything really because we couldn't, obviously. Um well, last year we dressed up. Um we, we did a like uh an online oh, yeah, trivia. Yeah, you did game. a little online one, but we didn't do anything. We uh we were dressed up Chris uh, dressed up as a, a burglar from the Sims uh with the little plum bob and everything and I was Julius Pepperwood, Nick Miller's fictitious detective character who's up to no good cuz he's oh, from yeah. Chicago. The uh the year before we went as trash pandas. Ah. Um uh, for our American listeners, uh trash panda is a is a Canadian name for a raccoon it's street slang for raccoon it's street slang for raccoon um so but we dress up as pandas and we had you know panda ears and we did the face makeup like that and uh we were wearing t-shirts with uh, trash cans on them that's pretty sweet yeah it was it was it was a good costume um but speaking of uh halloween and costumes you know what uh a big scary thing recently just just launched uh are are you gonna oh do you want to do this i'm 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 very disappointed i had some major feelings about nintendo switch online and uh more specifically nintendo 64 i had this like this feeling brooding in my stomach of like a kid on christmas you know um you know what i i'm not sure hold on thinking about it thinking about it I that remember is the, that is the Nintendo 64 remix from anyone. the Nintendo 64 kid. Oh, probably. Oh my goodness. I haven't yeah. heard this in forever. I know. That's so funny. Um, that's how I felt earlier this week. And like you and I ramped up to it weeks ago, we were still predicting what the, the Nintendo 64 mini would be like. And honestly, this is a travesty. Uh, yeah, I, I'm glad I haven't quite put money into it. I, uh, I played some on a friend switch. And I got to tell you, the difference in quality between playing the, the the Super Nintendo Mini, or I guess the the Retro Mini, versus the 
uh, the Super Nintendo emulator on the Switch is very staggering. Like, I find, anyways, there's better video quality coming from the NES Mini to your TV than through your Switch, through the emulator, into your TV. And the 64 is much of the same. It doesn't look good. It's choppy as hell. And it's, well, it's confusing. You have to remember, just... though, N64 games had a horrible frame rate in general. So it could just be that you are uh, noticing the the poor frame rate of the games themselves. But um, a, a big thing with the N64 emulator that I've noticed and I've seen online is that Nintendo is using one of their own in-house built emulators and it isn't rendering things properly. Like there's there's input lag and it's not doesn't render things like, well, we're going to talk about Legend of Zelda um, a little more in depth, but there's, you know, do you remember in Ocarina of Time how there's like the fog? Yeah. Well, it doesn't render the fog properly. Or the water. Or water properly, yeah. Um, it's just disappointing, really, like because we were pretty excited for it. Um, the price point, well, okay, so I was looking online because, uh, you know, John's part of uh, my Nintendo Switch, um, my Nintendo online family. Mi familia. Um, and if we were to change over or upgrade, um, how can I do this? Uh, if we were to upgrade, it would cost us another $60 because the Nintendo switch online plus this, <laughs> this is ridiculous. The Nintendo switch online plus expansion. So in order to get Nintendo switch online, plus being able to play N64 games, Genesis games and have access to the uh, Animal Crossing DLC is $100 a year for a family account. Now, granted, you split that between, you know, eight people. It's not that bad, but still a hundred bucks. It's not worth it. The only reason it would be worth it is our grain of time. And it does not hold up. The the GameCube version of Arcarina of Time has less issues than the Nintendo 64 emulated emulated version of the game. Mm-hmm. And there are some websites out there who are like, oh, my God, The Legend of Zelda Arcarina of Time is the best game on on the emulator or on the software. It stands the test of time. Well, like, which one is it, guys? Like, is it good or is it bad? Because everything I've seen is bad. Yet You're the only people who think it's good. And that's like a handful of websites, mm-hmm. but it uh, it did come with nine games. Dr. Mario is just Dr. Mario looks Tetris doesn't look like it. It's too resource intensive. Yoshi's story looked blurry in spots and very pixelated. Uh, Win back covert operations looked exactly how it should have. Mario tennis, I thought was the best looking one, but with the frame rate drop, it was really tough. Mario Kart 64 and Star Fox 64. I saw a tweet that resonated with me deeply. It said, these two games got the PowerPoint treatment. And I was like, huh, what could that possibly mean? And then I saw what the multiplayer looked like. There is such a lag in the game right now that if one person lags out, it lets the whole game catch up to that lag. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there's, it'll pause the game for everyone else so that everyone who, so it'll, it'll pause the game and then everyone else who is lagged behind that person will catch up and then it continues the game. It's, it's kind of messed. 
Yeah. Now, granted, have you played any of like the Super Nintendo um, online? Yeah, I prefer using my my cracked S, uh, NES Mini. I just I prefer it. The games look better, even but upscaled I mean, on the bigger I mean, TV. Have you, have you used the Nintendo Switch online, like for Super Nintendo? Yeah, I use it quite like to play multiplayer. Yeah, I multiplayer. didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, you can play multiplayer. See, I, I I don't think that there's much of an issue with lag and stuff like that on like the Super Nintendo and the uh, NES games. But with the N64, apparently it's a it's an issue, which, you know, ultimately, why would you spend like why would like you're playing Mario Kart? And if your game freezes up just so someone else can catch up with you because the game is lagging so much, like, come on, Nintendo, there are third party. There's homebrew emulators that run better on the Nintendo Switch hardware. Yeah, like actually renders the games properly. Like Nintendo has so much money that they could totally they could probably just steal (laughs) an open sourced emulator and claim it it was theirs. Right. You know, like. It's not worth it. Honestly, at this point, I would rather spend the 25 bucks and buy the paid DLC for Animal Crossing separately than spend the extra 30 bucks just to be able to play some N64 games not very well. Do you know what you can get for $100? Um, you, you can get a Nintendo Wii pretty much anywhere and you can get somebody to crack it for you and have GameCube and 64 games put on it and still have money left over. Yeah, I have a Wii U that has all of that. Yeah, so somebody was telling me that it's easier to do it on the Wii, but the Wii U lets you do, like, it does allow you to have the handheld mode, um, and it also has the built-in, or you have to use the adapters for the 64 controllers, whereas the Wii has it built in. Oh, yeah, the the adapters is yes, but... um... You can use the um, Wii U Pro controller as well, marvelously. Uh, honestly, I found that it was actually easier now, like to uh, hack a Wii U than it was the Wii when I did it. And you can do more with it, but we're not uh, condoning any form of. Well, hacking isn't bad. It's just frowned upon from Nintendo. Um. And what else? Have you heard anything about the uh, Genesis stuff? Nobody really cares about those ones. Um, I did. Like, no, <laughs> I did see like a few people were see that like people were enjoying it. But Nintendo Switch Online was trending for all the right and wrong reasons. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm sure some people will, will enjoy it. Um, some people might really like might be able to just look past the. The. Uh, frame rate issues and and stuff like that but i think for people who are really into it hardcore gamers you know people who like speed run that's another thing i was watching a a video by a modern vintage gamer he just released a video comparing the uh, n64 emulator on the switch to other like third-party open source ones yeah and uh or even just comparing uh super mario 64 the um the emulated version on switch versus the one that came with the super Mario 3d all-stars. And I, I don't know what they're doing with all-stars. It's a, a different emulator that they're using, but the input leg, and this is in handheld mode with the joy cons attached. The input leg between the two is 
significant. So on the Nintendo Switch Online, like the N64 emulated one, the frames from Mario jumping, just standing still jumping, is about seven frames. Yeah. Whereas on the Super Mario 3D All-Stars version, it's four frames or five frames. Right? So it's much smoother on the All-Stars version versus the Nintendo Switch Online version. Well, the All-Stars version, they had to optimize for the Switch. It was running off the cartridge, and they built it to be for the switch right right like they, they did they, adjust the, the 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 coding so it's it's actually the original game but it's emulated and it's in a container that is actually changing the it's taking the inputs from the nintendo switch um, controllers and injecting the code instantaneously like as you're using it and it's replacing it in the uh in the game so that it works. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's really interesting how they did it. A lot of technical mumbo jumbo, but essentially they kind of had to do the same thing. When you think about it, because they still had to map the, the buttons and everything for the switch controller to that of the N64. Oh, can we talk about that for a quick second? Have you seen some of the maps that have been released online? Uh, like, what do you mean? Like, it's like awful. Some of the 64 mapping. Oh yeah. yeah. Just just awful. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. Um thoughts on the N64 controller? Are you going to uh, get one? I would like to get one, but I would like them to figure out their shit first. They Especially cuz I know it'll be readily available around Christmas. It's not limited, which kind of makes me feel a lot better. Yeah, um, none of them have been limited. Like Nintendo, same thing happened with the NES controller and the SNES controller. They sold out like almost instantly, and then eventually they they got in stock. I got both of them. I probably will pick up the M sixty four one just for the nostalgia. Um, maybe you know, like next time when we come to renew our family account, um, we might decide to just do the uh, the the bigger one, one? Pl- the bigger one. Um, that's that's pretty much it for the gaming news this week. I mean, yeah. Uh, as you're listening to this, you could be playing the new Super Mario Party, which is amazing. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna be uh, playing that at a Halloween party. I won't be playing it at a Halloween party, but I will be picking it up and playing with my friends online. That includes oh, yeah. you. Yeah, we we got to have like a a, a competition. Yeah, we're going to play the 60 turn one and it's just going to go until it can't. We'll have like the webcams on. It'll be real. Yeah, no, that'll real be fun. fun. Um, final, like, I think why we're all here. Or was there anything else that we wanted to grab before we we kind of move forward? I didn't <sighs> think there was any other pieces. No, of- not really. The last week has been kind of slow. News wise. Yeah, um, I saw Dune last week, like I said, for anyone that remembers uh, at the end of the show, I mentioned I was going to see Dune. Um, I really enjoyed it, which is good. Yeah, I think everyone should uh, go check it out. It if you're not like hardcore into sci-fi, maybe you might not enjoy it as much. Not I'm not super hardcore into sci-fi, but I like that kind of stuff. The visuals of it, I think, if you can see it in theaters, see it in theaters. Like it is visually stunning. It is phenomenal. But I have to warn you, uh, and you as well, Sean. It is the first half of the book. Yeah, there's already a part two. Yeah, so and uh, it's funny because part two wasn't even greenlit when the movie was made. Um, 
They did the and, same thing friggin' the Justice League did, and then it all fell apart, which I wouldn't be surprised if that happened here as well because of the climate of uh, all things movies right now. Mm-hmm. Remember the Justice League came out and they're like, Justice League 2. Or no, was, was it Batman versus Superman? And they were like, yeah. Henry Cavill will be Superman in uh, the Justice League. And we're like, oh, cool. I think, though, DC movies uh, are a little different. Like they, they try so hard. Yeah. I mean, Dune still has to make a, a ton of money to make it happen. I, no, I, it was I did green lit, though. Yeah. I mean, other movies have been green lit and then taken away. So oh, we'll I see. think I think it will. I honestly think that it's going to because they already have a release date or release year. Like it's October, I think it is mm-hmm. 2023. So that means that production has to have started already. You know, like they'll probably start filming in the spring guaranteed or they've already started or if they were smart they did it at the same time yeah uh but the budget was pretty pretty small i think it was like what 140 million yeah it's a uh, but now zendaya is probably going to cost far more yeah did you see also while we're on the topic of movies and tv and video games and shit um <laughs> Did you see that Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl had a, a final trailer? Oh, I did not. It looks very good. Oh, I was expecting that 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 pause there. <laughs> it, it, it looks like they took a lot of the mechanics that worked really well in Pokemon Let's Go. And they they made it like they, they look a little bit more meeple kind of, which is okay. Like the characters, yeah. But overall, I think the game looks a little bit more crisp and clean. Mm, interesting. I might have to. I'll have to look that up. Um, um, speaking of trailers, did you see the uh, Lightyear trailer? Yes, and I had to explain to somebody what it was about. Okay, explain to the listeners what's it about. So you have no idea, do you? <laughs> I know it's about Lightyear, like the the guy who is the action figure, like who the action figure is based off. Of. Yeah. So the the yeah. premise of the story is. It's not Tim Allen, guys. Sorry. Chris Evans is playing Buzz Lightyear. It's not Chris Pratt. No, Chris Evans. He's so cool. (laughs) You set yourself up. (laughs) I know, but I'm saying at least it's not Chris Pratt. He's so so cool. cool. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) One more. Chris Pratt. He's so cool. All right. So, um... For those who don't know, who have been living under a rock, Buzz Lightyear is a toy. He is a toy. He cannot fly. He is a toy. But the toy was based off somebody. Famous spaceman, Buzz Lightyear. And while I immediately had Star Wars vibes to the point where I thought I was watching a Star Wars trailer a few times, this movie looks like it's going to be good. Oh, man. I was like watching. I was watching the trailer and and I was thinking to myself, I need to see this movie in theaters. Oh, 100%. I think this is 100% a theater movie. Just just watching it at home on my like shitty computer speaker that I have right now. The the sound from when he's like first launching into space or whatever, just like the rockets and everything, the sound, I'm like I need to hear this in the theater. You know what would be probably awesome to see this in? Uh d four x or whatever i don't know if i'd I, i'd go that far but i definitely would want the most 
powerful sound possible. So like 40X, would, 40X, 40X is yeah. pretty sweet. Um, AVX is probably where I would want to be. Oh, yeah. AVX would be pretty good. Because AVX is more about the audio, yeah. right? Like, and it really... AVX has like an array of what, like 32 speakers behind the screen itself. Yeah, like you... Something f- ridiculous. You, I want to feel this movie. Well, you could. Yeah. There's also the Uncharted trailer, which I know you weren't overly impressed with. I'm kind of all over the place with. There's just a lot going on. There's, there's, uh, yeah, there's a lot of movie trailers coming out right now. I've noticed. It's, it's finally time. We're getting stuff again. And yeah. because of all the delays in production is up, like things are coming in just glorious waves, which is good and bad. When you think about it, like all these movies coming out all at once, that means that movies that would, would have made, you know, maybe an extra hundred million dollars if it didn't have the competition of some of these other highly anticipated movies releasing two, three weeks afterwards. Right. So we might see that movies are making less money because there's going to be all these movies that people have wanted to see or movies that have been delayed for so long, finally coming out. They might be making less movies or sorry, less money, which could mean the the studios be like, Oh, well this one didn't make the projected, you know, $600 million on the first three weeks. So I guess, you know, a sequel is probably not going to make much money. So no, thanks. No, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Before we get into the the game that makes all our fans super duper crazy, um, I wanted to tell you quickly, I watched two things this weekend and I enjoyed both of them very much. Um, I finally got around to watching Freaky with Catherine Newton and Vince Vaughn. Uh, what was that one? So it's like a Freaky Friday style movie, but he's a serial killer. Um, he was oh. a butcher and he is that uh, new. Uh, yeah, it came out last year. It was the the movie trailer that had D'Antwoord in it. Um, like the, the song Freaky, or I Think You Freaky. Die Antwood? Yeah, D'Antwoord. Okay. Anyway, so the whole premise is like they do a body switch, and then she goes on like this murderous rampage. And he's like trying to convince them that he's really she. And there's just so much going on. Vince Vaughn does a great job playing like a high school girl. Um, she plays psychotic incredibly well um, for fans of the podcast. You guys would know Catherine Newton from detective Pikachu. She mm-hmm. was like the main actress there. Uh, it was an enjoyable watch. It's like that comedy horror that you, you kind of want mm-hmm. and you don't always get. So I, I really, really enjoyed it. And I, I think you guys will as well. It's a, it's a very fun watch. And if you are a Jason Sudeikis fan, Who's Jason Sudeikis? Ted Lasso. Oh, okay. That's his name? Yeah, Jason Sudeikis. Oh, okay. He is an SNL alum for like, I think it was 11 years on the cast. Right. Yeah, I knew he was on SNL, but. He hosted Saturday Night Live this week, and he brought back some of his old characters. And it was one of the strongest episodes in years. It was funny. It was witty. For his 666th sketch. He returned as the devil to talk about Halloween because there's no episode this week. It was it was very good. Nice. Very, check that out. It was a very enjoyable episode. If you like sketch comedy, it was very, very strong. And that's all. Um, I finished season one of Ted Lasso. About time. That cliffhanger, eh? 
Yeah, no, I, I, by the end of the season, I did enjoy it. It's so uh, heartbreaking for them at the end when they like yeah. tie the game and then they lose. Yeah, so I, I haven't started season two yet, but it, that got um, signed on what for season three and four. I think it's up to five or just season three, because I know that uh, Mythic Quest was signed on for another season as well. Um, Ted Lasso extension. I'm uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like three season three or four, but uh, I think well, they got a two series or two. Yeah, like to up to season four. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, movies and money. And Halloween. Wow, that's a that's an awful lot of stuff. Um, we have this uh, our a longtime favorite game of the hosts of the Scene on Screen podcast and our listeners. Cash or crap? Oh, it's back, baby! <laughs> but we're doing. Uh, are we doing? Um, what are we doing? S- scary or candy? Yeah, so candy <laughs> would be cash, and scary would be like not good for the bottom line. Uh like boo or boo <laughs> <laughs> boo i was saying burns all right oh all right wow. you want you want to take it away sure but this is kind of scary ted lasso season three might be the end of the road jason sudeikis addresses show's future and teases spinoffs oh spinoffs you know what that means it means oh. trash tv um in an interview, Jason said, I feel like a real coach when I, I tell you folks, you can't look at season four when we're in the middle of season three. We can't worry about the championship when we're at the first round. Oh, no. Oh, no. Everybody's so ident- like, oh, Ted Lasso, uh, I've kind of fumbled the bag and saying there's only going to be three seasons because I personally think every single player on the team needs storylines and development. Love Tasso. Oh, no. Could you imagine it's only... Well, worst things have happened. <laughs> Season have four, happened. coach idea. Ted La- Ted, Coach Beard, and Roy moved to Canada to coach hockey. That'd be funny. Okay, so it's cash or crap time, and scarier candy is where we're actually at. So there is no particular order to this list. Uh, these are all movies that have shown up in one or another's um, top Halloween films. There are obviously some that I wanted to put on the list but unfortunately could not because they're made for TV movies. And that's what's wrong with the made for, hold on. What's made wrong with the made for TV movie. There's nothing wrong with it, but for cash or crap, we don't know how much money it could have made because it was only in syndication. Yes. But the whole money part is just like a little bit of extra tidbit. We are the ones that determine whether or not it is cash or crap. Yeah. Regardless of how much money something makes. That's true. We do heavily or we, we do weigh the value of the, the money a little bit higher when it comes to specific actors, because then we can kind of see like what their con- contributions were mm-hmm. to the formula. Now, in this case, uh, I, I'm going to let you pick. Do you want to start at the bottom of the list or the top of the list? Doesn't uh, matter because no, it's out of order. It doesn't matter. It's not in any order. We'll start from top to bottom. All right. So, one of my personal favorites has, uh, I would say, developed multiple. There's what six movies in this series now uh-huh. there there's also the spin-offs of all the parody movies that were started by scary movie we're talking about one of the ogs of the 90s and that's not even saying anything because most of these movies came out in the 80s scream starring nev campbell courtney cox drew barrymore david arquette the whole band 
holy what a great movie yeah um i remember as a young wee lad oh no um i was probably about nine or ten years old my brother was watching this movie in our basement and you know like the i don't know one of the many scenes i've never seen the full movie Okay. Uh, the the one of the many scenes I'm going to assume of where the scream guy is, uh, I think it's Drew Barrymore, right? She's in there. Yep. Where he kills her or something. Yes. In the house. In the house down by the river. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I ended up seeing that scene, and it just traumatized me. I had nightmares for like three days. Really? Yeah. That's what happens when you're ten years old and you don't know what you're watching. But it's um. It might be one of the best kind of like horror movies of all time. It's not even a horror movie. It's more of like a scary movie, but you know, it's like a slasher film, right? Yeah. So I'm going to say from the deepest, darkest part of my heart that this is candy. There's no way around it. There's yeah, just- I'm going to I'm going to say candy, too, because even though I've never seen it and uh, even though it scarred me for uh, a good portion of my childhood. I know that it is a it it has just a legacy that has affected and influenced so many more horror yeah. films, right? So we're starting off great now. I took a detour really quickly when I was composing this list because <laughs> yeah, you, you cannot have a Halloween or Thanksgiving, depending on who you're talking to, without it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. You just can't. This this was released in 1966 and it's still a classic. The actors are Charlie Brown and his friends. Yeah. Um, Big fan. D- did you like the Charlie Brown? Yes. Films? Uh, I did. Yeah. Or the, the Peanuts um, film things? I did. I, I do like the, um, the, the, the Christmas one as well. And uh, this is the only TV special I did put on the list. Um, I did omit things like Halloween Town and the Treehouse of Horrors. Which one? One through thirty-seven. Yeah, I just I, I purposely left those off because it's more of a TV special that you kind of depend on. Mm-hmm. And Halloween Town had three or four movies, and they're all classics. They're they're great. If you wanted to do just a list of all the Family Channel Halloween movies, you probably could. Yeah, but Halloween Town's one that still like holds up. It's very synonymous. You, you know what? With this one, I never really liked it. Wow. So what are we going to call undecided in this group? Because we you know just what? have like a push or undecided in our other one. But what, what do maybe we call it? something neutral um, in Halloween. You know what? That was, that's the candy corn of uh, of the decisions. Do you want to call it people... Casper? Like a ghost? No, because Casper is well, one of the we... options here. We don't want to give it candy or candy corn. We should oh, call it. We should call it candy corned. Candy as, corned, as it's been what it is, is the candy corn is always the last thing that you you consume, or you just throw it out, or you save it for next year and give it out to the unsuspecting children. What's the um? What's the thing that you get from, like, uh, when you're trick or treating that everybody just hates? Oh, the um, the molasses candy. Just crappy candy. Yeah. Okay. Well, for 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 this, we'll just still keep undecided because we can just have right. fun with this. 
1991 classic starring Christopher Lloyd, uh, Christopher Lloyd and Angelica Houston. We've got the original Adams Family. Um, I didn't include the Adams Family values because it's a spinoff and sequel. We don't necessarily do that. Do you remember this movie? This is the one. Is this the one where, or is it Adams Family Two, where they she they go to the the camp, and they do the um the, or this is the one where Uncle Fester gets married. Wait, isn't is that isn't that the Family Values one? Now I'm confused. See, that's the problem with the Adam Family movies is that I I don't remember what. There's also like 15 of them. Well, there's like Adam's Family and Adam's Family 2, right? Yeah, and then there was the Adam's Family cartoon. There was the television show. There was another one. Um. Okay, so I, the synopsis I, I think is con artists is- plan to fleece an eccentric family using the uh, an accomplice who claims to be their long-lost uncle. Oh. Is this when they introduce Uncle Fester? Maybe. I don't know. Now that I think about it, I, I feel like I haven't seen this one. I the feel main like I one have. that everyone, everyone watches is Adam's Family Values. That's the second one, right? This is the one where Christina Ricci is um, Wednesday. Well, isn't she always Wednesday? Yeah, but man, she's very typecasted in her life. We should do her next. Yeah. Okay, well, you know uh, what? Because we don't remember it, I think I'm just going to go. This one's, I don't know, undecided. I feel like if it was Adam's Family 2, if it was the second one, I would. Uh, I think that one's the more well-known one. That That's very possible. So I'm going to give it a boo. A, a boo. It did make a pretty decent amount of money for a, uh, a, a children's movie. Yes, but you didn't remember it, and I didn't remember it. So yeah, boo. I know. I'm going to say, uh, yeah, scary. Um, wow. 1997 is where we're hopping into the time machine next. And we're going to go down to uh, a little place called well, a little movie called I Know What You Did Last Summer. Again, spun off a television show. Uh, there's a parody movie for this one, too, right? That's like, I know I still know what you did last summer or something. Yeah. Or no, that, that was the sequel. Um, it's four young friends bound by a tragic accident are reunited when they find themselves being stalked by a hook wielding maniac in a small seaside town. Big actors in this one, right? Jennifer Love Hewitt, Sarah Michelle Geller, Ryan Phillippe, Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, the parody is called Shriek. If you know you what st- I did last Friday, the 13th, there's another one where it's like, if you still know what I did last summer, oh, I think. okay. This movie, I remember watching for the first time, and I loved it. I also really remember back in the day, like the Final Destination movies, they're more of like suspense thrillers, but this one overall did exactly what I think it was supposed to. Supposed to give you that unsettling edge, right? And the 90s wasn't exactly the greatest time for horror films either, right? Mm -hmm. The boom was gone. For me, this one's a candy movie. I remember it fairly well, plus... When I was, what, 10 years old, I would have thought like Sarah Michelle Gellar was the prettiest girl in the world. And I probably didn't watch it until I was closer to like puberty 15. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I definitely didn't see this in 1997. I can yeah. tell you that right now. Uh, I can honestly say I've never seen this movie. Oh, man, another undie. Yeah, Ooh, undie stained underpants. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't seen a lot of these movies. 
Uh, well, this this makes the game way less fun for everybody, but whatever. <laughs> you had to have seen at least one of the two versions of this movie. The Omen. 2006's remake starring Liv Schreiber and Julia Stiles. Um, I believe I have seen this one. Let me uh, look that up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is um with that creepy kid. Yes. Not the sixth sense, but close. Yeah, I know. Creepy kid number like 76 in, in horror movies. Why is wasn't, it always children? Wasn't his name something fucked up like Damien? Um, Damien Thorne. Yeah. What a creepy name. He was a redhead, too. I remember seeing this movie in theaters and I I asked myself why I saw it. Like, Why? Because you were scared or you? Um, not really. It was like. This was this was the whole like we're in high school. Let's go see a scary movie phase. Okay. So, I mean, it was all right. I, I wouldn't say it was cash in the cash in the bank by any means for me. But I also wouldn't say it was terrible. But I will defer to you. I'm I'm gonna say it was crap. Yeah, remakes are usually bad. Yeah, it uh, it was one of those things that you know someone would put on during a Halloween party or whatever. And then we would just get drunk and laugh at it. Yeah. I mean, there are some really bad movies for that too, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Next well, one. Before we even say the title, we know that this one's candy candy all the way. Yes. 100%. If you do not think this movie is candy, what are you doing with your life? Not only that, I do believe, like, I know people who have never seen this movie. And it, when you think of Halloween, you think of this movie first. Of course, we're talking about a curious youngster who moves to Salem, where he struggles to fit in before an awakening, an awakening a trio of diabolical witches that were executed in the 17th century. If you still don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Oh, damn it. <laughs> He's so cool. He's so cool. Uh, no, Hocus Pocus is absolutely a Halloween classic. Yes, it is a made-for-TV movie. Was it? No, oh, this one made money, man. No, this one made some no, bank. It was not a made-for-TV movie, but uh, it didn't make bank. Did it make money? Then it made it bank. Made, it made money, but yeah. Uh, no, this this movie is one of those... I don't know. It, it's a must-watch at Halloween. They call them cult classics for a reason. Yeah, and I'm very wary of the remake that's coming out, though. Or is yeah. it a sequel? I think it's a sequel because the original actors are in it. Okay, so I don't know. Bette, I, Bette Midler, just Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, yeah, I, I like. I don't like when they change the past. You know, mm-hmm, like the new Ghostbusters I, movies. Hocus Pocus Two has. Two of them. I don't. Um, Bette Midler's in it as well. There's a different director, though. Fun fact about Hocus Pocus. It is directed by the same guy who directed High School Musical and Footloose. And its Metascore is a 43, so people can suck it. Candy. 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 You want to know another? Like the next like few movies here are just like perfectly all over the place. We got a nightmare on Elm Street from 1984. Do you remember the first time you saw this movie? 
Um, it's fucking scary, man. Yeah, yeah. This is another classic horror movie. Um, man, the eighties were like great for for horror movies. One hundred percent. Right, like um, this one though. I remember seeing like again. It was kind of like a. It was kind of like the scream situation. I remember seeing clips and stuff like that. And it was like really freaking me out. But uh, I don't know. Like there's just something about like these old eighties horror movies that just, even if they were like you watch them now and it's just like, Oh my God, how is this scary? Right. Well, it's supposed to be a little bit of a comedy too, right? Mm-hmm. The monstrous spirit of a slain child murderer seeks revenge. How do you seek revenge? You're a child murderer. <laughs> yeah. Stupid concept. It's uh it's one of those movies where I think you have to watch it to appreciate it. But yeah. if you've never seen it, it's very hard to turn around and be like, yo, it's a it's a terrible movie. Because you have this is like you got you can't knock it before you try it. No. Plus Freddy Krueger is fucking freaky, man. Yeah, Freddy Krueger is uh is a really kind of creepy character. It kind of scares the shit out of me still. Mm-hmm. I'd give this one a cash solely because Freddy Krueger is what nightmares are made of. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say um, that one's candy. Um, Coming up, this movie I thought made way more money considering the amount of merchandise that is still out there to the date and the fact that there's a Disney ride based off this. The Haunted Mansion starring Eddie Murphy and Marsha Thompson from 2003. I got to tell you, I remember watching this movie when I was younger. I think we watched it like shortly after it came out. Like my family was always like the video store kind of family. We'd like go to Blockbuster, pick up the movies. Well, lots of families did that. Yeah, we didn't go to the movies very (laughs) often. No. I Um, don't remember like craving wanting to see this a second time. You know what? This is like a this is like an early type of um, the night at the museum type of film. And I'm going to be honest with you. I've never seen it. Yeah. I've like, I know I that there's a ton of haunted it. mansion stuff, but that's also because Disney has re imaged this with like Mickey, Mickey mouse and other like Disney characters. So, so like there's the haunted mansion board game that yep. just came out not too long ago. And it's, it's re imaged. So it's this, but more cartoony. And I think that's what um, a lot of the stuff that you're seeing, like the merchandise and everything for this, is it's from like the re-imaging of of the uh, this movie. So sidebar, I've been watching the Imagineering documentaries on Disney Plus. You should definitely check them out. There's an episode that has this as one of the focal points, like a large chunk of the episode, and a the animatronics that they were using before that really had computers <clears throat> is just mind blowing. Uh, and how they were doing it. But the whole premise of the Haunted Mansion ride before you do like the the two kind of like like the the extra parts of the ride mm-hmm. is while you're waiting in line, you're experiencing different parts of the story. So before the ride even starts, you've learned most of the story of the Haunted Mansion because of the way you're traveling through. Mm-hmm. And like some of the queue, you're like looking down into these big empty voids that have like ghosts dancing and stuff. It's unbelievable. I, I think it's like episode three or four. 
Watch it if you have the chance. It's so good. That's all I will say. It yeah, is they, f- fantastic. That they ended up making like the walls like had like moved and stuff like that. So like that was a lot of uh, a lot of work went into that whole ride thing. I after watching that series, I really want to go see some of these rides in person. Yeah, the the I think was it the Haunted Mansion ride that also had um, the girl's mother do all the like backtracking voices, and she's since passed away, but she can still hear her mom every day mm-hmm. on the like while walking through the park, and I think that's super special. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna give the Haunted Mansion a a, a boo. I know it's a uh, popular yeah. movie, but I've I didn't enjoy it when I was younger. Maybe it just wasn't my thing. Maybe it was too kiddish when I was like trying to be a cool 18 year old or whatever. I don't know. Friday the 13th. The the movie of all movies. Probably the most referenced movie ever. You know why? Because every Friday the 13th of the month, people say, oh my God, it's Friday the 13th. And then people jump on their motorcycles and drive to fucking where? Uh, Port Dover. Port Dover, yeah. Here's the thing about this movie. I've seen it quite a bit. I've seen a few of them quite a bit. The fact that you still, like, you know where the jump scares are and you're still having to prepare for them? Crazy. Additionally, you've played the like the video game that came out right oh yeah yeah the the like it was a highly anticipated game online capabilities you can either play as the camp counselors or uh jason himself so fun and like each jason is just more deranged than the last it's crazy yeah they just take them to the next level it's there's a when was a is it Friday the 13th that uh, it's like Freddy Jason, versus J- yeah Freddy versus Jason and stuff like that and and Friday what is it Jason X when he's in like in space or like Jason 2000 like all of these stupid spin-offs yeah but uh no like this one is I don't know there's just something about this movie it's a classic uh, like you said, you know, even though you know where all the jump scares are, it can still get you. Gonna watch out for those jump scares. They'll get you. <laughs> you better watch out for Darth Vader. <laughs> He'll get ya. I love that kid. <laughs> she probably is like 20 years old now and just hates her parents for that. Yeah. Like the um the it's fine girl. Um, next one up, same year, big year for com- or comedy, big year for horror movies. Um, what like one of the best parodies the Simpsons ever did, The Shining. Mm-hmm. Jack Nicholson, Shelley Duvall, the no beer, shitting. no beer, and TV make Homer go something something crazy. Don't mind if I do, Marge. Here's yeah, Johnny. this is a phenomenal movie just because it, like, it's scary, but it's like psychological. You know, like you get to see the slow decline into madness of Jack Nicholson's character. What's his name in that? Johnny. Johnny. And Shelley Duvall. It's it's really disappointing because she um she did you ever watch like her her she had a TV show? 
It was like Shelley Duvall's bedtime stories or something. Uh, I don't recall it, but you'll have to educate. Um, she she had this uh, TV show where it's pretty much she would like read stories and and stuff like that. Um, but she what happened? Something happened to her. Um, I forget. She's she's something happened and she's like kind of crazy. Hmm. Well, uh, let's just move on. was it in november 2016 she agreed to be interviewed by phil mcgraw on his daytime show dr phil after show aired usa today reported that duvall appeared to be suffering from a mental illness that's what it was she she had some mental health issues um yeah and that she was being exploited um vivian kubrick daughter of director Stanley Kubrick posted an open letter to Dr. Phil on Twitter uh, tweeted saying that it's upsetting and unethical to exploit Shelley Duvall at a vulnerable time in her life. Yeah. So she suffered from some mental health issues and stuff like that. And unfortunately, like I think her acting career kind of dwindled. Yeah. Like she was last active according to the Wikipedia page was 2002. Yeah. I remember, you know, growing up watching these, uh, these TV, yeah, Shelley Duvall's bedtime stories from 1992 to 1993, 14 episodes. Uh, she was like a host, and uh, it's a 1992 American live-action animated anthology television series. This, um, it's a showcase of a, an animated adaptations of children's books from her pop-up book bedroom. That's what it was. Honestly, you got you got to get it. You got to look that up. It's it's actually great. I will, because you suggested it, and I'm a good friend. Not like that Owen guy. <laughs> when he doesn't listen to this show, we'll never know. I know, right? So, so it's fine. Um, the Shining for me is candy all the way. All the fucking way. Okay. Another, another. Sorry. I was thinking while we were like trying to look up that Shelley Duvall thing. I was like, was it Family Guy or was it The Simpsons? And it was The Simpsons who did that the the bit where they're walking through the mansion and the blood gets off off the elevator and Mr. Burns is like, that's weird. The blood usually gets off on the second floor. Yeah. <laughs> um, next movie's even bigger than the last two, I think. Came out in 1987 and made just a little bit more money. Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> just is, a little bit more. Just a little bit. Jamie Lee Curtis was phenomenal in the Halloween films, and they're still going strong today. Yeah, there's a new one that just released like was, not too long ago. Isn't she in the new one? Um, I think so. Halloween Kills, Jamie Lee Curtis and Judy Greer. Judy Greer has been in multiple ones too. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you if you wasn't um, Jason Voorhees, and it wasn't friggin' Freddy Krueger that really turned your crank, Michael Myers. Just fucks you right up. Freddy versus Jason. Like these guys are just the sick, twisted fucks. And these movies are all candy because they do one thing and they do one thing very well. They make you scared. Mm. Now is the 2018 version of Halloween. Like one a remake. One of them's a remake. I think it's a remake. I think that was like the last one that just came out um, previously. 
because like, like, there's like Halloween Five, Halloween Resurrection. Oh yeah, this is the ones where like they put him in space. I think some one of them. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was Michael Myers that went to space, not Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Uh yeah, these are gonna definitely be be candy. <laughs> Here comes another candy, and I it just ugh. child's play. Okay, little I, motherfucking Chucky. I have a thing to say about this. Oh my god. No, no, like. The first, like the 1988 movie, it's not very scary. Like it's no, actually it's creepy. It's creepy, but you know what's even creepier? Like I think it's a substantially better film. Is the 2000 was it 2019 2018 version? Yeah. Uh, 2019, the one with Mark Hamill voicing Chucky. Uh, it's like more updated, so it it kind of makes sense. Like the, the story from the original, uh, it's a, a voodoo curse of a serial killer that gets put into this this doll. And so then that's what possesses the doll. But in the 2019 version, they updated it so that it's actually a, a, a doll that has its like, I don't know, morals inhibitor disabled. Mm-hmm. So it... Uh, We'll just kill people and do things, whatever it wants. It's have you seen the new one? Uh, I haven't, but we were going to watch it solely because like Aubrey Plaza was in it. Yeah, you got to watch it. It's actually so good. It's it's great. Um, but in this case, I'm going to say the the 19 what is the 1988 version. Yes. Crap. Yeah, I was going to say creepy, but crappy. Mm-hmm. So boo, boo. Um. If you say anything other than candy, I think our friendship might be over, especially because it has your favorite actor of all time in it, Batman. We're talking Alec Baldwin. We're talking Michael Keaton. We're talking Catherine O'Hara. We're talking Beetlejuice. Wait, Michael Keaton's in Beetlejuice? He is Beetlejuice. <laughs> no, he's not. Yes, he is. He's Beetlejuice. Oh, I he said you. it three times. He didn't show up. Never mind. Is that what you're trying to do? <laughs> yeah. Beetlejuice. Yes. Yeah, a great movie. Honestly, such a good movie. It's always played on TV now. It's one of those classic. It, it, I think it follows. It, it sits in the same category as a uh, Hocus Pocus as a uh, cult classic Halloween movie. Who was the daughter? Uh, 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 shit. Uh, I don't know. Was it? Was it Winona Ryder? Um. I think. Yeah, because Gina Davis yeah. is the bride. Yeah. Winona Ryder is it the... It is uh, Winona Ryder, yeah. yeah. Unbelievable movie. If you haven't seen this, please see it. Please, for the love of God, see this. And Michael Keaton is such a good actor for, for Beetlejuice. Like, he's so animated for and proper. Like, I don't know. He just plays the character so well. He is Batman. This is true. There was another movie I was thinking about as we were doing this, and I was like, I, d- I didn't put it on the list purposely, and now I forget what it is. All right. <sighs> Great story. <laughs> yeah, I know, and it's going to really bother me because it was like, it was following along the... F- oh, Gremlins. Gremlins did not make the cut. For anybody who's about to ask, what about Gremlins? It's a Christmas movie. It's like... Uh... Nightmare Before Christmas, that's a Christmas movie, even though it nope. takes place in Halloween town. The Nightmare Before Christmas is a, a Halloween movie. It happens in Halloween town. I put it on this <laughs> list for a reason. <laughs> but that that was the thing. I was like, no, Gremlins does not count. Those were given as a Christmas gift, not a Halloween gift. So, yeah. 
Next up, Michael Peel's Get Out. That was the one where he starts dating the white girl, right? Yes. Yeah. You know, I, I was not expecting that movie to turn in the directions that it did. I think this is this was his first movie that he did, right? Yeah, this was like his directorial debut. Yeah. Um, what did you think of it? Um, I actually went into the movie not expecting anything. Like we watched it on TV. I really enjoyed it, but it was also a movie that I was like not overly. How, how do I put it? Like it was engaging, but I also had no problem picking up my phone while I was watching it. It was mm. just like I, I didn't. I wasn't fully gripped. It is a good movie, but for me, it wasn't like, like it was more of a thriller suspense movie than a horror movie oh, yeah. to me. Yeah. I think because it was one of his like first movies that he's directed, it's, it kind of is teetering more on that thriller suspense thing. Um, some of the later stuff that he did, like us, you know, those ones I think are more of, along like the horror yeah, style, but I really liked Get Out. But if you didn't, this might be an undecided. It is an undecided because I did. I can't say I didn't like it. All right. But I also don't recall watching the whole movie. Like if you ask me right now how it ended, I could not tell you. Um, he. I think he gets out. <laughs> Sources would say he <laughs> might have got out. Yeah. Um, terrible movie. Worst movie I've ever heard of in my entire life. I believe it's called Ghostbusters, but a shit movie. Yeah, you mean the remake that they did with all the with hot, what's your name? Hot take incoming. We need a sound like hot take. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Ghostbusters <laughs> is probably I don't know, like Ghostbusters is such a pop culture icon. Oh, one hundred percent. It's probably one of the highest grossing films on this list, too. It might actually be the highest grossing film. I think on this it list. is the highest grossing film on this list. So, yeah, that's definitely candy, cash money. So, here's what I was going to say about the all female remake of Ghostbusters, which reminds me, I will be going to the new Ghostbusters in two weeks' time. And I'm very excited. Oh, really? The all female Ghostbusters we saw in theaters. And. I wasn't a huge fan and it was a real bummer for me because I love Kristen Wiig and Kate McKinnon. They are two of my favorite actresses. I legitimately love a lot of what they do. Leslie Jones, very good comic. Melissa McCarthy, very well known for how dare you say gross out humor and just being like, like it's the exact same thing as like, Oh, who who am I thinking of? That's like a, a a larger actor that's male that does the same thing over and over and over again all the time. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll say Jonah Hill when Jonah Hill was doing like really shitty roles. Okay. And then he evolved himself, right? And like I will give Melissa McCarthy um, respect because she has changed it up and she's not just doing the same thing that she was doing all over the time, all over the place. But like gross humor is funny like once or twice before you move on to the next thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Like keep evolving. What I will say is we've seen this movie since I didn't hate it near as much. The second time I watched it, I actually found some fairly enjoyable parts, which was good because I like, as you know, I'm a huge SNL fan. 
I'm a very large fan of some of the comics on there. And the female era that ripped through SNL that included Wig, McKinnon, Rudolph, Faye, Polar, you're, you might not see the golden age of women on SNL like that ever again. Mm-hmm. And that's unfortunate. But I will give this movie more candy than crap because I don't think it was terrible. Huh. I'm still going to say crap. Undecided she goes. I didn't like it. <laughs> um, yeah, it was like, watch it a second time. I, I, I dare you. Okay, maybe. Plus, the, the nods to the original franchise were impressive. We've got a few more left, guys. Thanks for uh, holding out with us. Uh, the Exorcist. Never watched it. I watched it when I was younger. It was terrifying. I hear it's still pretty scary. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go with a, a not for me kind of movie, but it is scary. I so, know like people like it. It's the second highest grossing movie on this list. 1973, 232 million big ones. Yeah, that one's definitely candy. Yeah. Next up, Casper, Bill Pullman, Christina Ricci. It's like she's good at this horror movie thing or something. It's like almost as if she looks like she fits in a horror movie. Yeah, people love bug eyed um, girls. Yeah. Um, this one's definitely going to be a, a a candy movie. This movie was amazing. And so I think- good. I named the 3D printer at my work, Casper, because the first thing we printed on it was a tiny little ghost. Nice. That, <laughs> that one's an easy one for us. This one should also be Cash in the Bank, Tim Curry, Susan Sarandon, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. You know how many only- times it's been redone? I know. Like, it's just a jump to the left and a step to the right. Plus There's a, some theaters um, that every year they'll, they'll play this movie. If ever there was a movie more candy on this list, it might be this one. Yeah. You know what the funny thing is about Rocky Horror Picture Show? I don't even understand the story. Their car breaks down. They get stuck in a mansion. She cheats on her husband. They get forgiven. They survive the night. And Meatloaf is there. Yeah. and meatloaf was there the whole time yeah it's it's definitely different and like it's 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 a good different now that's fine um blair witch project 1999 this movie terrified me when i was younger i don't know why like it's not up there with the ring which we didn't even didn't even make the list of like the top 25 of all time but this movie freaked me the shit out. And I was I, too young to watch it at the time. Guaranteed. I think a big part of what made this movie so good is that it was like the first of these like found footage movies, you know, like paranormal activity really took that idea and, and beat it to death. Yeah. Um, with like six sequels, but yeah, yeah. but uh, the Blair Witch project, the marketing behind it was so good. Uh, and there's a lot of people that were convinced that this was actually like found footage, like the way that they did this movie. Um, I, I'm going to say candy just because of how popular and how well done it was. Um, but um, it was too scary for me. All right. What about Cloverfield? Were you scared by that one? The uh, handheld. I don't know. Why is this on this list? Uh, <laughs> I don't actually know. <laughs> I, I kind of think what happened was while I was like pulling the list over, I was talking about this movie because we were talking about Blair Witch and it just turned into this whole like, yo, handicap footage movies are where it's at. Yeah, well, this movie was great. So candy. Well, you know what? We'll just put omit. <laughs> uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas. 
It's a Christmas movie. It's Halloween. No, it's not. I know. I'm just saying that to, to bug you. Some people would argue that this is a Christmas movie. Some people would argue that it's a uh, Halloween movie. Either way, it is a phenomenal film. Um, there's a Disney, like a, a documentary thing on Disney Plus about it. Watch it. Yeah, it's um, it's one of Tim Burton's greatest masterpieces. And he did the Batman movies. <laughs> yeah. Adding a little comedy into it. Um, next up, I know David's a huge fan of this franchise. I haven't seen the second one, but I will give all the nods of approval to the first one, A Quiet Place. Great movie. Honestly, such a good movie if you can watch it in an area where someone's not going to talk in your ear. Oh, like no food. You want to eat. You want to sit quietly in the dark. Kind of, yeah. You know, when we saw it in theaters, I didn't really know what to expect from the movie. And, you know, we always you go to the movies, you got to get popcorn. Everyone have popcorn, but because the movie for the most part is very quiet, there's not a lot of um, there is sound in it, but there's not a lot of there's well, there's a lot of very quiet silence. Just a lot of this. No, I was like afraid to chew my popcorn because <laughs> I didn't want to be that one guy, you know, who's just like you. You got like some heavy breather. Like, oh my god, that would <laughs> Darth Vader's just sitting in the front row. <laughs> yeah. But uh, A Quiet Place, such a good movie. You've got to see A Quiet Place, too. you got to see it. Mm-hmm. Next up, the final Christina Ricci <laughs> um, entry on our list, Sleepy Hollow. Johnny Depp, Christina Ricci, The Headless Horseman, Ichabod Crane in movie form. Great movie. Fantastic. There's a lot of candy on this list, man. And I think that's a testament to what kind of films they are. They have a purpose. You watch them once a year and then you get out, you get in, you get out. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're watching Ghost. Actually, I will watch Ghostbusters any time of the year. Let's not kid ourselves. But you know what? If we were to compare, say like uh, the original, like say like 1980s, early nineties versions of movies to their later counterparts, or like just to see how the, uh, the series have progressed. I feel like we'd start off with candy and then go to, complete and utter trash yeah yeah i mean the net the last movie on our list is kind of a testament to that because the saw movies got really fucking weird um <laughs> yeah we were we were talking about this at great length today and like uh, widely a lot of people believe saw 2 was probably the best one it was also like the most fucked up one yeah um but when you think about it didn't it like the twist and turns and you find out that like she was behind it the whole time and she was doing it out of like spite, not to teach people lessons. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was, there was so much going on and jigsaw, I think not jigsaw. Um, what's the fucking doll's name? It's, it's jigsaw. I thought the he doll- was jigsaw. Yeah. The doll is also jigsaw though. Are you sure? Yeah. The one thing I, I uh, think is funny about this this series is that they always would advertise them as like, this is the last epic chapter in the Saw storyline. Meanwhile, like then that movie ends on a cliffhanger. You thought that Jigsaw was dead in Saw 4 and Saw 5. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> Prepare for the ultimate ending finale to Jigsaw. In Saw 6, the final chapter, part one. Yeah, he. it's like it's crazy, too, because 
I think it was the third or the fourth movie where they um like they melt the wax on the tape before the end of the movie and then the final movie like it's like you press play and then they, didn't they just do another saw spin-off like last year? Something like that, yeah. It it was called something weird like Spiral or I I don't yeah, know. Yeah, called I, Spiral. Really? I don't Oh, I haven't seen that one. It is a criminal mastermind unleashes a twisted form of justice in Spiral, the terrifying new chapter from the Book of Saw. Yeah, that's what they changed it to, the Book of Saw, so that they they got rid of like the whole Jigsaw storyline after like the sixth or seventh movie. Well, Jigsaw does die. Yeah, but then they continued like carrying on like the like the legacy with him, and then they turned it to the Book of Saw. Yeah, I do want to see this movie. It does look pretty good, and it dropped this year. So we'll hmm. see uh, which one was the third one. The third Saw movie came out at the height of all the 3D movies. Was that the one in that was Saw 3D? Yeah, Saw 3 was I'm trying to think which one was in that, like the maze. You know, I, I can I couldn't tell you. They all just blend together. I remember seeing one in theaters. And it started off with someone in a box in like the middle of uh, like a big glass box in the middle of a um, like square, like shopping, like town square type thing. And then Mm -hmm. they got blown up. It was Saw 3. It might be Saw 3. That's actually the one inside the like, like it's the one where uh, Amanda like is starting to take revenge. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's right. They're like they're good movies, but you have to really be invested. And, and like they're gory. That's the thing. I think that's what these movies really played on was like the gore factor. And it's it's the. You know, people in situations where you have no choice. Right. Like, oh, I have this. You have a bear trap around your neck. Well, in order to get out, you have to get the key. But the key is uh, in your stomach. Right. Like it's ridiculous situations, but. You know, well, know. You, you you remember it was like, I think it was saw three where like they were unwinnable because she she needed them to die. And that's how like he ends up dying. I'm going to watch all these this week. <laughs> yeah, like they're they're all fairly good. And like some of the characters stay along, but we want to know kind of what you guys think. Did we miss any movies? Is there, oh, yeah. is there a... We missed a ton of movies, but <laughs> there's not um, enough time for all of that. I mean, there, there's a lot of movies that we, we still could hit and that we've missed directly and we apologize for, but that's it. Maybe maybe we'll uh we'll leave it up to you guys to see what movies hit our our Christmas one. That'll be fun. Cause we will do uh like a sleigh ride or a sleigh died. <laughs> like naughty and nice naughty list and nice list oh that's too easy okay fine no i like that that okay. is so so much smarter than mine i was just trying <laughs> to like make a pun on sleigh ride and sleigh ride but that's it for this episode we hope you had a spooktacular time we hope you enjoy playing mario party this weekend i know i will i will uh, i'm anxiously awaiting friday morning which we know it's friday now but you guys also know that we record a day in advance so i'm I'm awaiting for it but that is it for this one if you like what you're listening to subscribe on all of our channels 
if you can, check out a new episode of us every Friday and Meeple's bi-weekly. But for myself and David. Yo. He's so listening. cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> How come I never get that so cool? Okay. And for Sean. He's so cool. Yay. See you guys next week. <laughs>